0: Hi, welcome to Bookie. To unlock more world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features. Today we will unlock the book Confessions of an Advertising Man. If people in advertising were to know only one man and one book, no doubt, it will be David Ogilvie and his book Confessions of an Advertising Man. David Ogilvy was indeed a legendary man. But did you know that he dropped out of college and worked as a chef, a door-to-door salesman, a market researcher, an anonymous diplomat and a farmer? When he turned 38, he became unemployed. Back then, he knew nothing about marketing and had never done copywriting, but he claimed to be committed to advertising and sought to make an impact in the field. With no previous experience in advertising, Ogilvy became the world's most famous copywriter within 3 years. Furthermore, he opened his own advertising agency in 1947. It was known as Ogilvy Benson and Mather when he wrote this book and is now known as Ogilvy and Mather. Starting from a small creative shop with only 2 employees, it became one of the world's biggest advertising agencies and global group of media service with over 300 branches in more than 50 countries. Now, you must be curious how Ogilvy led his company towards excellence and created this miraculous success. This is what Confessions of an Advertising Man will be talking about. Born in 1911, David Ogilvy once worked as an intern chef, a farmer, and a door to door salesman after dropping out of college. After many twists and turns in his career, he entered the advertising industry and rose to great prominence. His Ogilvy and Mather is currently one of the largest advertising agencies in the world. Due to his great achievements, he was named the Pope of Modern Advertising, the most creative promoter of modern advertising, and one of the greatest contributors since the Industrial Revolution. He passed away in July 1999. In the book, David Ogilvy elaborated on his distinctive advertising philosophy and business principles. His experience of successfully leading an advertising agency is not only beneficial to advertising companies, but can also help other types of companies. He was also the author of numerous must-read classics for advertising people, including David Ogilvie, an autobiography, Ogilvy on Advertising, and the unpublished David Ogilvie. We will now go through three key points to demonstrate the distinctive advertising philosophy and business principles of the advertising master David Ogilvy. Part 1, How to Lead an Advertising Company Successfully. Part 2, How to Attract and Keep Clients. Part 3, How to Create Remarkable Advertising Campaigns. According to Ogilvy, for creative agencies, big restaurants, and advertising companies, A brilliant leader is always crucial to success. So, how did Ogilvy lead his agency to excellence? Here are his three tips. The first tip is to master the art of team management. Ogilvy once worked as a chef at a restaurant in Paris when he was young. He noticed that, although the brigade was busy from morning to night, everyone was still motivated and ambitious to cook the most delicious food in Paris. Such strong team spirit was the result of the leadership of the head chef Monsieur Petard, from whom Ogilvy learned how to lead his advertising agency. Let's see what's special about him. Monsieur Petard would occasionally show his genius. Although he was super busy, he still cooked something every week. The reason was simple. It was to display his skillfulness as a way of convincing other chefs that working with a master chef was truly inspiring. In the same way, after founding a. Ogilvy and Mather, Ogilvy also occasionally created advertisements himself, in order to reveal his own expertise to his brigade of copywriters. Besides, Monsieur Petar seldom praised anyone, but when he did do it, he made every single compliment effective and unforgettable. Whenever employees earned praise from him, they would be completely exalted. Once, in preparation for a big event, Ogilvy was in charge of a main dish he was so frightened that his knees were trembling. Finally, Monsieur Petard asked everyone to gather together, pointed at the dish and said softly, Right, that's how to do it. His approval brought great comfort and encouragement, which inspired Ogilvy to do the same with his staff. He rarely praised them, in the hope of making every time count, and help generate a positive effect. Another strategy of Monsieur Patar. Was to improve the staff's sense of esteem by exposing them to important occasions. Once, after Ogilvy had prepared a souffle Rothschild, Monsieur Petard took him to the door of the dining room and allowed him to watch how President Paul the Maire ate it. Ogilvy was greatly inspired and later applied the same approach to his staff in an effort to keep their morale high during critical periods. Additionally, Monsieur Petard required all his chefs to abide by strict standards of service. Once, he overheard Ogilvy telling a waiter that they were fresh out of a certain dish. He almost fired Ogilvy for that. He said a restaurant with a high reputation should always keep its promise to customers. Hence, Ogilvy firmly forbade his staff from telling the customer that they could not produce an advertisement on time. The reason was simple. A first-class agency should always keep its promise to customers. During the serving of lunch and dinner, Monsieur Petard inspected every single dish to ensure the quality. Likewise, Ogilvy inspected every campaign before it went to the client, and sent it back if it failed to meet his high standard. In this way, Ogilvy applied the art of leadership he learned from Monsieur Petard to running his advertising agency, and thereby built a highly motivated, self disciplined team. The second tip is to pay attention to the selection and appointment of talent. In addition to the art of leadership, leading an advertising agency also requires wise selection and appointment of talent. Ogilvy had a famous metaphor of the matryoshka doll. Once in a board meeting, a matryoshka doll was placed in front of each board member. Ogilvy said, "That's you, just open it." When they opened the doll, a smaller one would appear. As it continued, the doll got smaller and smaller. In the end, when they opened the smallest one in the center, they saw a little note written by Ogilvy, which read, If you often hire people who are worse than you, we are doomed to be a dwarf company. Conversely, if you always hire people who are better than you, we're bound to be a giant company. Ogilvy and Mather proved to be a giant company famous for remarkable creativity, brand management, corporate culture, and professional training. Besides the principle of hiring people who are better than you, Ogilvy also recognized the distinction between advertising and other industries. In his view, the former required plenty of geniuses who were likely to be quirky and rebellious. Ogilvy himself was an advertising genius. He sought inspiration from different channels such as listening to music frequently, taking long hot baths, gardening, observing birds, walking in the country, and riding a bicycle. These seemingly useless things offered him a constant stream of inspiration to create advertisements. Nonetheless, knowing who the creative people are is not enough. You still need to find them. As the head of a world famous advertising agency, Ogilvy knew how to discover talents with burning passion. Whenever he saw a remarkable advertisement or television commercial, he would find out who wrote it and call the writer to congratulate him or her on their work. It was his genuine calls that attracted those creative people to apply to work for his company. He then asked the candidates to send him the six best advertisements they had ever written, to check if they really had a talent for creative writing. What's more, Ogilvy believed a pleasant environment would facilitate their writing and bring creativity into full play. He once said that a leader must become a humane, considerate, and charming father figure, who understood and cared about his staff. At first, when the agency was still small, he spent time with his staff every day, developing a close relationship. As his agency grew bigger, communication and affection became difficult. Therefore, Ogilvy assembled all the staff in the auditorium every year, gave them a candid report on the operations, and expressed his expectations by explaining what kind of behavior he admired, and what he did not. To summarize, Ogilvy and Mather managed to attract a great number of talented people because Ogilvy paid attention to the selection and appointment of top talent. Moreover, he was good at discovering creative people and facilitated their work by building a pleasant environment. The third tip from Ogilvy is to carry out proper delegation and task assignment. Being proper is easier said than done. In some big agencies, the top men have withdrawn into administration, leaving specific tasks to their juniors. In Ogilvy's eye, this was not a smart choice. Clients wouldn't be happy to see that junior employees were managing their accounts, just like how patients in hospitals don't want their care turned over to medical students. Although it would expand the scale of the company and further increase their profits, in the long run, the agency was likely to be mediocre, featureless, and incapable of building any remarkable brand. This was why Ogilvy and Mather maintained few clients throughout the years. It allowed them to provide excellent service over a long period, and build a successful agency brand. That's all for part one. What was the key to Ogilvy's success with leading his agency? First, Ogilvy applied the art of leadership he acquired from the head chef to managing his own advertising agency. For example, He occasionally demonstrated his genius, made every instance of praise effective and unforgettable, increased his staff's sense of occasion, and strictly followed the standards of service. Second, he paid close attention to the selection and appointment of top talent. He was good at discovering creative people and facilitated their work by building a pleasant environment. Third, he didn't seek to expand his agency blindly, but used proper delegation and task assignment to offer his clients high-quality service. After sharing the successful experience of leading Ogilvy and Mather, let's move on to the strategies of attracting and keeping clients. Today we are just sharing Limited Bookie. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for BOOKEY at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features.